Friend, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today we're going to be playing Gods and Monsters. Um, this is like our fifth session, but it's our fourth recording because of the ill-fated lost episode. You will never know what happened. Yeah, unless we, we decided to do a recap of it. Yeah. We recapped it in the in the second episode, oh. right at the beginning. All right. <laughs> so much for that mystery. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Ryan is running this campaign for us. Um, Hello. Ryan, what are, what are we doing today? Um, all right. Well, I think first off, uh, let's start off with a little bit of a recap um, of last session. I know. Um, Eric wasn't here, and maybe maybe someone skipped a session, didn't listen, and it's been three weeks since our last game, so we should just refresh our memories. Of course, you guys did this off mic just as I was stepped away. Yeah, I stepped away for a moment, but uh... yeah. So last run, there were a few uh, little threads that res were resolved. Um, some. Someone uh, tried to uh, get knowledge to kill gods from mm -hmm. uh, one of our players that isn't here for this run, sadly, the god of knowledge. Uh, and in order uh, for the actions that we'd taken against the goddess of the shepherds, uh, apparently we'd embarrassed her a little. Uh, so in order to try and seal the rift between us, I had to decontaminate the tainted water that I'd tainted, that had pissed her off in the first place. Uh, and in order to do that, I had to make a deal with the god of death, which involved creating mosquitoes. Then I had to go and actually tell her about it, and in the process I tried to placate her, and uh, it ultimately uh, ended up with us conceiving a child. Because uh, hmm. I appeared as a woman to her. So I am now pregnant with the shepherd goddess's goat minotaur baby. Uh, and so I have the mild consequence pregnant. Uh, mm. until mild we Yeah, until we pop that balloon. Uh, basically, it's like a thing that Ryan will be able to invoke in a combat to be, or to, in any scene to be like, oh, well, you've gone into labor now. And so, you know... Your back hurts. Your feet are swollen. Yeah, you suddenly have a craving for pickles dipped in chocolate sauce. Oh my goodness, that sounds wicked. Um, and the other plot that we sort of dealt with was that of the angsty teenage goddess daughter. Um, and we resolved that by building her a death cult that uh, sacrifices the worst cr uh, criminals uh, in their tribe to the spiraling uh, maelstrom of water at the base of that big waterfall, um, where the uh, near the rapids of Zun, the hole to the void prison thing. So they... So that's what that's how we we gave her a new purpose. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. 
So, um, when we last left our gods, uh, it was the first thaw of the year. Um, when Un was released from her imprisonment in the great unmaking in the void. Um, a few seasons have gone by, a few months. Um, Zunglub Slay, you are getting more and more advanced in your, in your pregnancy. How does that manifest in your different forms, by the way? Like, when you're, when you're, uh, when you appear as, as a male, as a man, how does that, does it affect you at all, or, or does it only I can only, I can only appear as women. Okay. Uh, at the moment. Uh, but apart from that, I just always look like a pregnant woman. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> Which would be strange if, like, I try to appear as an old woman. It's this old, 90-year-old pregnant woman. You'll have to conceal that baby bump. She's a medical marvel. <laughs> yep. This week on TLC. I mean, it'd be even creepier if I appeared as, like, a child. This week on MTV, Teen Mom 5. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, like, what if I appear as, like, an eight-year-old? Then that just sounds like a comedy from the 90s, like a Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I don't remember Arnold Schwarzenegger being eight. Because the other implication of that is just too horrific to contemplate. I mean, that's yeah. a good point. It's a good point. All right, so. Um, um, so, you yeah, you, you guys introduce your characters, and then I'll go on with the opening narration. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm Raymond, and I'm playing Zunquib Slay, who's a god of time and water, and is a bit of a trickster, and has recently been giving birth to a lot of creatures and new gods, so I've worked that into my mythos a bit, too. Okay. Uh, I am Eric, and I am playing Kindunos, the Wings of War, the god of uh, god of war, so to speak. Um, he's a bit of a hothead, which is kind of strange in this group, since, like, the one week I was away, you formed a death cult, invented mosquitoes, and got pregnant. I mean, imagine how much worse things would would have been if you were here. Yeah, exactly. So imagine turning the kid, like if that if last week was true neutral, imagine what chaotic neutral would be or chaotic. I don't know. <laughs> true chaos. Oh yeah, true chaos. Not even evil, just just chaotic. That's your alignment. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, all right. So as I as I was saying, um, a few seasons have gone by since the first thaw. Things have continued much along, much as they had been, um, until one day, uh, Kindunos, uh, shortly after the next year's uh, drawing of the um, supplicants to the Temple of the True Warrior, the Fortress of the True Warrior. Excuse me. Um, Lieutenant Tamerlane comes to you. Do you do you have uh, quarters? Do you sleep at all? Do you just sort of dissipate and and appear as necessary at the um, at the fortress? How do how do you handle that? 
Uh, I so normally I prefer to sleep in the clouds so that way I can be on constant vigilance and you know sentry position. But I I pretty much can appear at the uh, I, I appear at the outpost of the true warriors whenever I'm summoned. Okay, so maybe we'll say they have a horn that they signal you with. Yes. And and you can hear it. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down actually. So Lieutenant right. Tamerlane is is summoning you to the fortress. Uh, it is it is shortly after the next group of new recruits, new arrivals, has uh, shown up at the temple. And I have some questions for you to answer. So okay, since I got we my pen. Since, since we never really covered this at the beginning of the first session, or uh, with everything going on. Um, how do you welcome the newcomers to the fortress, um, and how do they? How do you determine like what their assignments are going to be once they get there? Is it all just drills until someone distinguishes themselves in some way, and you give them like, okay, you're an archer, you know, you're you're uh, not so great, so you're you're uh, on you're on you the help cook, yeah, right, you're the you're on KP. Again, it's, you know, to each the best of his ability. I don't know, whatever. So, yeah, but eventually, you know, I usually welcome new recruits by appearing in the form of an eagle. I think that's been established. That's what I usually travel around as to avoid suspicion. Um, and then I appear in my eagle form to welcome them to the thing, and I congratulate them. You know, give them a big congratulations. You know, you are going to do good work. This is going to be the rest of your life, but it will be, you know, but you will be servicing your community, the world, the universe. Uh, and, you know, then they just continue on with drills. And, yeah, again, so like like you said, you know, okay, well, you're good at archery, so, you know, you start to be an archer. You're, you're on KP, and you just switch around as necessary. All right. Um, so you are in the process of, you know, separating the wheat from the chaff, as it were. You're, you've left Tamerlane in charge of that. Uh, sorting shapes from sorting the sheep from the goats, so so to speak. Well, I mean, if they fucking made it up there, they're not like you know, complete. You know, they're obviously they're obviously worth something. Yes. Like, you made it this far, well, we're not just going to leave you high and dry because you have crappy sword hands, which would be ironic since you climbed the fucking spire, so whatever. Yes, so... <laughs> crappy sword hands. I'm just picturing yeah. a guy with knives for hands. <laughs> like, in fact, that's even more impressive. Like, you have tiny baby knives for hands and you made it up here, dude. Just... It's just anyway, all over but... body strength. Yeah. I built a crude system of pulleys. Yes. <laughs> it's like, no, he just holds them out in front and then just, like, kicks the front line. Anyway, probably, all right. So you've probably you got saying. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> At some point or other. Um, right. So, yeah, L Lieutenant Tamerlane is signaling you that, you know, your presence is requested at the, at the fortress. Um, and he usually waits for you in the... In one of the one of the watchtowers. What? Uh, okay. Uh, right. So he awaits my presence in one of the watchtowers. Okay. Um. So so what do you do? Are you going to are you going to acknowledge his his summons? Are you gonna ignore him and and go see what Zunkub Slay is up to? Do you want to? 
Uh, well, I was, well, well, he wouldn't signal me unless it was something very important, so I go over there, go to the uh, fortress of the true warrior, the outpost of the true warrior, and uh, acknowledge him. Say, hello there, Tamerlane. How are things? Lord Kandunos, uh, I, I have a troubling report to make. Oh, what's going on? This year's crop of new arrivals, they're, well, they're, they're obviously worthy, or they wouldn't have made it up the, up the mountainside, but a lot of them are, well, criminals, thieves, con artists. <laughs> I, think, I, think we may, I think we may even have an assassin in the bunch. Hmm. Have you been able to point them out, or, or is this is just a hunch? I mean, usually the newcomers here, the new recruits, are all heroic. They're they're great men and women who who do great deeds, accomplish great deeds on their own. These these lot all seem to gather together and, and conspire and they they play games of dice and cards and mm. they're they're not trained or or soldierly in the in the slightest hmm that's odd hmm all right i mean well you'd probably know these men better than i would would it make any sense talking to them or should i just go over there and be got my godliness well, I, I would hesitate to turn them away, Lord Kandunos, unless that is what you wish me to do. Um, as I as I said, they they are worthy. They have made it up the mountainside, but okay. it seems it seems that they are less than desirable, shall we say? Perhaps hmm. they are fleeing from something. Hmm. All right then. Let's see, keep an eye on the. Oh God, I'm just trying to. Th I'm, you see, like I'm, I'm trying to balance the two. So listen. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to go in my eagle form, just kind of, you know, say Tamerlane. I will hide amongst you, um, and I'll observe. Tamerlane points them out to me. I take it. Yeah, he. he right. Shows okay. You uh, where where there are typically typically men and women women um, drilling and performing feats of strength and you know um, impressive acts of um, coordination and formation mm. uh, and and other military pomp and circumstance, uh, you see people generally like there there are a few working with weapons. Uh, but instead of instead of swords, they're using they're using daggers or um, one of them has a, uh, a a slingshot and and is hurling stones with fairly lethal precision. Mm -hmm. um, there's a there's a group, as Tamerlane said, uh, they seem to be playing some sort of dice game, right? And, and ignoring everything. Okay. Um, 
And okay. Aaron, go ahead. You, no, you finish. I'm trying to just like piece something together so I can. Uh, I, I, I have a plan. I just need some time to hatch it. There is there is one one uh, woman who seems to be coating her weapons in some kind of um, gel or or sludge from mm-hmm. a from a belt pouch that she has. Okay. Right. So Tamerlane, run through the drills as normal, and be sure to make sure. And don't keep your eyes off of them. Make sure that ensure their full participation. I will be up in the clouds observing, seeing if anything goes wrong. And the second it does, I'll become I'll swing by to help. Okay. Yes, Lord Kandunos. He he descends and you know immediately calls for everyone's attention. Um, there are there there have been some new arrivals in the past who have been resistant because these are all you know as I as I said the uh, fiercely independent uh, great men and women who you know stand out and are used to being the leaders and not the followers uh, so there has been some hesitation in the past to right. accept you know that Tamerlane part of this greater army okay right um, but a lot of these newcomers seem to view him more more as a joke than as a threat. Uh, they seem a little more indifferent. Um, they they um, crack wise as it were as they as they get into formation and he starts to run them through uh, a a marching drill. Um, what what exactly are you looking for? I'm looking to see well I mean I'm just trying to see if there's some kind of greater conspiracy at hand or if they're just, you know, like kind of slacking off. Um, make me, uh, call, me, call it wise. Okay. Go with, go with a, a target number of plus two. All right, uh, fudge, uh, damn it, I forgot the thing, no. Hang on, I'll, I'll link right. it in the chat. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Alright, and the chat room, there we go. Okay, there we go. Alright, so roll them all. I got wise at plus one. So okay, so I'm at plus one overall. So yeah, I'm at plus two exactly. Plus two exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, it it seems to definitely be that they are slacking off a bit. Um you would have to investigate. Um you know, talk to these people, right. uh, see see where they came from, why they came, but you definitely get the impression that th- this year's crop of new recruits is substantially different from what you used to. Um, okay. So you you think that that inkling that there might be like a greater conspiracy or some deeper cause, uh, you're you're feeling that that might. That might actually be true, but you'd have to, you know, do more investigating. Like you're not going to be able to, uh, you're not going to be able to sense that uh, just by watching them drill. You'd have to talk to them or go talk to their, you know, their tribes where they came from or, uh, you know, okay. whatever other 
course of action you can think that would lead to an explanation. Hmm. All right. Um, okay. This is a plan. Um, hmm. I think... Trying to th I'm just trying to think of a good plan. Uh, you know what, screw it. I think I'm just going to talk to them directly. I mean, you know, Kendunos is always eager to get into conflict, so I figured, why not just go up to them directly? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay. So how do you it's how do you manifest to these? My dumb move. Um, I'm sorry. How do you how do you manifest to these ne'er do wells and uh, miscreants that have come to your your uh, outpost? Uh, well, I manifest myself as, like, my normal form, but at person height, since I guess, like, a godliness, I'd be taller. My normal form, you know, a soldier in battle armor, chains around my fists, pilot goggles on, because I want to retain that bit from Harvey Danger. So, um, yes, I walk over to them, and, um, <clears throat> I and, say, and look. When you when good sorry it's um no, you finish I, I want I want to react to you always it, say yes it's a delay it it fucks everything up okay. um when when you appear they all seem to stand stand up a little straighter and uh, pay more attention to Tamerlane and his instructions hmm okay so then I pretty much like flat out ask him and ask in front of him. Tamerlane, how have these new recruits been? I take it the festival was recently, and how have they been faring these past few weeks? Um, they do not disappoint, sir, but I must say their skill sets are a bit different than those we're used to, and they are slightly more insubordinate than the average crop. Hmm. All right, and then I ask to one of... I just ask the one that's, like, closest to me. What tribe do you hail from? Um, we'll just say that it is the the woman who is dousing her weapons in, in gunk from her belt patch. Uh, she she said... She, she scoffs, and she says, Well, they, uh, they used to... They used to call themselves something else, but I think they're the stone burners now. The stone burners? Hmm. Did the stone burners give you that, uh, th that, that gunk in your pocket? That's very innovative. Oh, no. This, I... I make it from the, uh, from the sap of a particular tree. It's, uh... It's lethal. Stops the heart. Hmm. Would you happen to know what tree would that be? I mean, of course, we are serving the greater purpose of defending the... We are the outposts of the true warriors. We are to defend ourselves from the decadent ones. So, I mean, obviously, any knowledge you might possess would help out the group. Would you care to share with us? They, they call it the Wicked Willow. Wicked Willow. Hmm. Let's see. I, I make a note to ask Zunkrib Slayer, Jatharis, if they know anything about where the Wicked Willow grows. 
And uh, let's see, as I kind of eye them over, I give my wings a little flap to scatter away the dice that they were playing with. They, they roll satisfyingly away, clacking as they go. Uh, one, of the, one of the soldiers actually goes to reach for them, and his neighbor stops him and grabs him by the wrist. <laughs> and sets him back up. And you two in the back, who are playing the dice game, um, instead of participating in your drills, what tribe are you from? Um, uh, we come from the the river people, my my lord Kendunos. The river people. So now I know Zunkripsla is involved. Yes, I know Zunkripsla very well. Then I make I make, again I make a note to ask him about what his deal is. So and I say, so I say any particular reason you're not participating in your drills, you must proceed vigilant and strong so that I mean you're supposed to be an example to the warriors of the rest of the world. Yes, um well, I mean we we were led to believe that you know, if we if we were ambitious enough, we could we could perhaps find a place here. Um, none of us are, none of us are soldiers, but we, we were, we were told that, uh, Lord Kindunos, uh, looks out for those who look after themselves. Okay. Well, at the outpost of the true warrior, we not only look out for ourselves, we not only learn to better look out for ourselves, but also learn that sometimes it's more important that we look at... Okay, restart. I just... Okay. <laughs> Here, okay. Here at the outpost of the true warrior, we believe that by learning to look out for ourselves, we can better help... We can help look out for each other. We are better prepared to look out for each other. Okay, make me a make me a wise check. Target number zero. This is okay. Uh, plus so plus uh, plus one plus two overall. Okay, um, you you see the uh, newcomers uh, look at each other somewhat suspiciously. You get the sense that none of these people really trust each other, because you get the sense that they are generally untrustworthy people, mm. uh, and they all know this. Hmm. Okay. So if you want to make these people into true soldiers, uh, you're going to have to literally break them hard. You know, you you need to reform their senses of self because... They need right. the ultra-super-intensive training program. Yes. Oh! Okay. Um, so and then, you know what? You can you can make me. Um, do you want to? Well, I I don't want to. I don't want to go out and just lay it on the table. Keep, okay, keep, right. Keep up so, with the interacting. So. Okay, no, that that's fine. It's a it's a skill I need to build upon. So then I so so I look at Tamerlane and say, Tamerlane, do you remember when I brought Un here, Zunkribsle's daughter? Uh, yes, my lord, Kandunos. We we drilled for her last year. Yes, and remember how remember how exhausted they were, how broken they were, and 
knowing that they'd come back stronger than before? Yes, I do. Uh, they're some of the strongest and, and um, most effective recruits we've had in a number of years. Mm. Could you do that again? He gives you a vicious smile and says, With pleasure, sir. Okay. Um, and he he just launches into you know full drill sergeant mode you know marching up and down the ranks, uh, give assigning people uh, who are even like looking at him the wrong way, not standing with proper posture, uh, people whose new uniforms are a bit uh, out of sorts, just giving them you know. Uh, push-ups and assigning them to run laps and demeaning tasks, you know, like uh, cleaning out the uh, latrines with a toothbrush and that sort of thing. Right. Um, they all they all reluctantly begin obeying Tamerlane's orders. Like they can see that they can see that he means business. Right. Um, make me make me make me a wise. Uh, yeah, make me a wise check. Okay. Uh, zero plus roll zero plus one. So plus, plus one overall. Plus one. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you watch over the next several hours, you can you can see that um, Tamerlane's techniques are kind of they they are they are effective on the surface. Um, mm. But there's a problem in that there are a few of the newcomers who are, I guess, pushing the more noticeably flawed, their more noticeably flawed compatriots into his uh, field of vision so that they themselves don't draw the heat as much. You know, they're they're tossing each other in front of the bus, so to speak, to... Uh... Ah, okay. Well, then, let me see here. Then, um... So this this group of cunning... This this, this group of cunning... This group of people who have is, arrived... Is exceedingly they, cunning, they yeah. Seem, they seem to favor, you know, cunning and ambition and um, self-interest, self-reliance over right. any of the values... That you usually espouse. Hmm. Well, let's see. So, but there's still. Perf let me see. So, I mean. So then, maybe I should instruct Tamerlane to get some one-on-one -on -one training with them. Try to see what we can learn. Or, yeah. That it, it sounds about right. Um, hmm. Well, if they favor cunning and ambition, that like I'm, you know, they're new recruits. I mean, I don't think people would trust them right out of the gate. So, do you want to mix them in with the, you know, the old soldiers, the 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 more experienced troops? Do you want right? Them to yeah, mix them in with the more experienced troops. I feel like a general already. And see right. if there's a... Yes, and... 
And uh, then I asked Tamerlane, you know, who's, who I assume would be part of this squad, see what you can learn from them. See if there's anything we might be lacking of. So, if or if there's anything we could be doing better, but just keep on them. All right. Um, so he he you know salutes and we we cut to um, the outpost of the true warrior. The courtyard has been completely cleared um, of anything, and they've uh, set up a number of uh, circular rings that people are sparring in. Excuse me. Some with weapons, some without. Yeah, that's and what I was thinking of. You and Tamerlane, and some of the more senior staff of your of your fortress uh, are are walking around, like observing them as they fight. Um, I I'll tell you straight out of the gate. Um, yeah, I've been. The, I feel like I've been sucking at this a little bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, you you're getting it. It's just. Um, the the new recruits uh, seem to wait for the advantage, uh, and and when they when they find it, they they press it. The old the older soldiers, you know, the more uh, I guess heroic, if you want to call it that. Right. Um, they they tend to fight in a more open, straightforward way. They they. Um, they attack. Uh, they 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 don't faint as much. They um, they're they're much more. Um, I guess I guess the word upfront about their combat style mm. would apply. They right. yeah. Right, showcase of white versus blue. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm starting to see what you're getting, and uh, I, I guess now, if you want, make me, make me a clever check. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. It's the roll plus three, uh, plus four. Plus four. Okay. Um, all of these people seem to, as we've said, you know, they they favor ambition. They look for the advantage. They press the advantage. They're they're self-interested and self-reliant and and self-motivated. Um, they seem to have this idea that you also espouse those values. You know that you should always always look out for yourself and. Right. Um, that if you if you keep an eye out for number one and work hard, you can you can advance your own station, uh, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, as it were. Yeah. Um, and you you kind of realize that this might be the result of what you did to your brother. Ah. Okay. That might be seen as. You know, a power play, an ambitious move. You know, right. Instead of what was right, uh, instead of doing what was right and just, you did what was right for you. Hmm. Okay. So now you're attracting a different sort of, a different sort of great person, a different sort of hero. Hmm. Maybe one more questionable. Right. 
See, but then is then there's the balance between rewarding innovation versus you know, hey criminals, you want to help defend? Yeah, you know, I don't want to reinforce bad habits, so to speak. Because right. I mean, you know, fingers crossed, out of kayfabe, all of that. You know, the 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 the, the turnabout. The the reason why I you know can Dunos betrayed his brother or sibling. I don't think we ever pin that down, is because you should lead with, as opposed to command from the back. So I'm just trying That's to figure... So now the thing is, because... Um, no, go ahead. That's one way of interpreting it. Obviously, right. the mortals have interpreted it differently. Hmm. So now there has to be some way I can show them about, no, you see, if you're powerful, people, you, know, you'll, you, you, know, you should work with people and kind of just help them push them forward as opposed to all that and ring. So I'm just trying to think of a way I can do that. Do you want to think about that for a little bit? That this doesn't have to be something we resolve this session. You can, you can right. sit on it for a while. Since now okay. you've diagnosed the problem. Yeah. Okay. And I can I can move on to Ray because he's been sitting right. listening to us for like yeah no I, I, I'm, I'm yeah I'm sorry no don't be sorry it's yeah no I, it's a character building moment I got what you're doing yeah. like I said I'm just saying a lot of stuff out loud trying to think through it okay um, and you can also feel free to ask Zunquibslay in character for advice if you like yeah. Um, all right. So as as this realization dawns on you, we'll we'll fade out on that scene, um, and we'll fade in on on Zunquib Slay's uh, solo character scene for the session intro scene. Um, mm -hmm. So I I asked you this a while back, Raymond, um, and we never really got to use the answer. Uh, what troubles the sleep of the gods? Like, do you do you sleep? And if so, do you dream? And if so, what do you have nightmares about? Because Zun Quibslay is a dream, he doesn't sleep. But he will often watch others' dreams uh, during the resting hours. Um, and how do those appear to you? Do you, uh, do you slip into some other realm of, of pure dream, or can you just see the, the you know, fancies of the, sleeper, of the sleepers like manifesting above their heads in sort of an ethereal way? How does that work? The dreams come to me in pools of water. I can just... So I'm often found relaxing and reclining near bodies of water, and I, will be, and I can see the images rippling across the uh, surface. All right. Um, so one one night, uh, around the time that this is going on with um, Kindunos, uh, you are sitting by a pool of water, uh, watching the dreams of the sleeping mortals as they as they flit across its surface. And, Soaking uh, my swollen feet. <laughs> nice. Dipping the pickles a... in chocolate sauce. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can have a fate point for that detail, because that's wonderful. Brilliant. Um, Being pregnant gig is just a, just a fate farm. Yeah. Uh, 
PowerPoint farm. Where is the three I don't think I've, like, seen you since that incident, so, like, it's gonna be, hey! Um... <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> but go you're on. rocking the, the pregnant woman costume, are you? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be That'll be an interesting first encounter. Um, so yeah, uh, Zunquip's like, you're, you're soaking your feet, soaking your aching, swollen feet, and watching the, the dreams of the mortals flit across the surface of the pool, and you see, you know, what, what are very serene, um, calming scenes, uh, overall, running through fields of weed at sunset, uh, flying over... Uh, uh, a calm ocean, um, you know, playing playing with a loved one. You see several people making love in their dreams, um, and at some point, the the uh, tone of the visions that you're watching shifts substantially. The flying dreams turn into falling dreams. Uh, storms, you know, blow in over the over the horizon, uh, lighting the wheat field alight with lightning and, and fire. Um, the the uh, lovemaking dreams uh, turn into pretty horrific uh, monster chase dreams, right at the most unpleasant point. Uh, no, don't use your teeth. <laughs> um, as, as I'm watching these images turn to rot, I whisper to the wind, Nightmare. I look around my surroundings. Um, make me a wise check. Target number two. Why? Why? Why with the whys? I'm I'm using that as a as a stand-in for um, perception, because wisdom is usually the perception stat. Yeah, fair enough. I'm just not wise. I'm clever. I got zero. Zero. Okay. Um. So so the the wind rustles through the trees, um, and you don't notice anything, but you hear your daughter's voice from over your shoulder whisper, Father? People's dreams are turning sour. Which is fine, those things happen, but they shouldn't be happening in these numbers. Oh, you were looking at their dreams. I'm, I'm sorry, I was looking over your shoulder. That's okay. I've, I've come to ask your advice, Father. Of course, why don't you... Uh, probably Mother is more appropriate at the moment. Oh, yes, of course. That's alright, why don't you sit down? Um... The negation of a form that I that I the mentioned negative space the negative that is space my daughter that is your daughter um, sits beside you and she says these these humans that you've 
convinced to to worship me and to to throw their undesirables mm. into the great unmaking they've well i've i've never really i've never really interacted with mortals before except except the ones i've eaten she looks almost guilty as she says this you, you don't have to interact the, with them at all if you don't wish Humans will find reasons to believe. Well, that's that's just it. They've they've tried to interact with me. They they call to me now. They they ask boons of me. Um, I seem to have had a great influence on them. Well, that that's a good thing. You only have to grant boons if you want to. I do not bring rain to everyone that seeks it. Not only because that would devastate entire ecological systems, but also because I am busy. I am not some uh, problem solver that can be called down for free on a whim. The humans, you know, they've got to respect that we have our own time schedules, our own plans and our own things that need doing. Right. I tend to go by whatever mood I'm in, but you may find it better to have a more egalitarian approach where you answer the prayers of that you find justified, or you could answer none. It is entirely up to you. Although, I am interested to see what decision you make. The negative space avatar of Oon uh, smiles at this display of trust, and and she says, "Well, I'll be I'll be honest, Mother. Some of them some of them pray for oblivion, not." Not for personal oblivion, though. They they want me to spread my influence. Hmm. <sighs> Troubling. You've got to look at what is the underlying cause. Why do they pray for this thing? Oh, they've experienced much unrest in their culture. Um, they were... They, they once dwelt among the ruins of that great city on the Eternal, and, well, ever since the fall of the Decadent Ones, they've been cast out. Mm. If they're praying for oblivion merely because they do not like their surrounds, then it is not truly oblivion they seek, but a change in circumstance which happens to many people often fall on hard times and don't see a way out you could offer them another path uh, I mean you could you could offer offer them the oblivion they seek but that would bring conflict because yes. there are yes. others that do not want oblivion, and I'm not merely talking about me and your father. There are other people 
out there that enjoy their life, that find it fulfilling and enjoy the thrill of merely being, and they do not wish for oblivion. You've got to strike a balance, often. Sometimes you just have to side with the majority. Other times the majority are wrong. Look at all the people that enjoyed the decadence, but we know decadence is bad. It breeds weakness. That's true. The uh, the humans who who follow me, they I believe they see their previous weakness and and wish to I don't know transform themselves. Re they they they, they started wish calling to themselves. purge themselves of their weakness. Yes, and and they think that the only way they can do so is by abnegation, by by the denial of self. Hmm, denial of self does not speak to me as an enjoyable, well, enjoyable is the wrong word, does not speak to me as a thing worthy of experience. However, we must each take our own paths to survival. I would argue that destruction of self is not, dis is not truly survival. Reforging of self, that is a worthy task. Hmm. They could undergo destruction of the mental self uh, to give way to a new pilot to their bodies. Well, they've, they've cut ties with all that they were. They've, they've started calling themselves stone burners. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Why do? How do they burn stone? Well, they they started with the rubble of their of their city. It it is it was raised to the ground in the war with the decadence, but they've started casting bits of it into the abyss, into the oblivion. I mean, non-attachment is a good survival strategy, but if you follow it to its fullest conclusion, then you're not really surviving. You're merely destroying everything in your path. Whether that be an inward path of the mind or a path across land and countries. And uh, bearing bearing in mind that you are speaking to a goddess of primarily destruction, she looks yeah. up at you and, and she says, and that's a bad thing? It's not necessarily a bad thing, but remember that if you destroy everything entirely, there's nothing left to destroy. And therefore, you cannot fulfill your destructive need. Yes. As just as a man, just as a man uh, who makes his living fishing, cannot try to capture all of the fish, lest he starve. Mm. 
as as you and father have have told me on on many occasions i believe i will i believe i will let them sort it out very well if you need any other assistance feel free to ask um but yes, you've ha I've given you a few things to think about in terms of solution. I'd keep yeah. your eye on what they're doing. Thank you for your advice, Mother. No problemo, my dear. Um, so, so Un withdraws, um, and you continue staring deep into the pools of the mortal's dreams. Um, and you notice that the horrific scenes begin to fade back into more calm, serene, normal dreams. I think you may have a power you are unaware of, my daughter. <sighs> and um, you... Uh, find yourself wondering what will become of Un and her followers. At some point we have to let her make her own decisions uh, and live with the consequences of those decisions. So hopefully, hopefully she takes the non-total destructive path because I think we've adequately taught that lesson. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. She, I mean, if she, not, then more instruction will be needed. She did come to you for advice, so she's, she is at least giving this existing thing more of a chance now. Exactly. She can't destroy everything, because then there's nothing left to destroy. I feel that's pretty sound logic. Yeah. That is, that is true. She would literally have no purpose anymore. Well, every, from her perspective, everything would be a part of her, which is what she wants. You know, she she wants that unification, that oneness again. Except that uh, her oneness is flawed because this world is not from her world. Anyway. Hey, man, listen. She's part of a new generation that follows her own rules. Yeah, clearly. Damn transcending um, millennials. <laughs> she's uh, she's part of a new generation that rents instead of buying property and uh, has to. They like spicy food at their restaurants. What the hell? What's wrong with spicy food? And I don't know. It's, again, out of character moment, there is. I just remember reading an article that said millennials are to blame for like all these fast food restaurants, um, like having spicy food on their menus, like jalapeno burgers and you know ghost pepper fries or stuff like that. But anyway, spicy food is delicious, though. I know. Anyway. Yeah. What thing um, am I? What new life form am I going to create this run? Let's let's see. Um, so I have I have a main plot of this session. Um, I did not actually plan how to get into it. So 
Um, for you guys, I would like to see that scene, that first meeting of your characters since you brought Un to the uh, fortress of the, um, well, the the outpost of the true warrior for to watch the drills. Um, you have not seen each other since. Under what circumstances do Zunquibslay and Kindunos meet again after this? Is it well, late I, spring or summer? Uh, right now, I think it's late summer. Oh, late summer? Okay. Um, right. Well, I mean, I figured it would be like me going to him. Well, I'm just trying to have trouble trying to place it, but um, I figured it would be me like going to Zunquib Slay for advice. You know, on how to deal with like the troublesome ones, and they mentioned they were river people. So, okay, all right. Well, if you want to come to me, that's fine. I will. I can describe right. where I am for you. So okay. yeah, where, where are you, Zenkubslay? So I am currently uh, in the fuck. I can never remember the name of the place. The Scrubland one. The somber sub Scrubland. So I'm currently in the somber Scrublands. Uh, there have been rains uh, recently because it is the wet season, because summer, uh, and there the uh, the billabongs and streams and oases are filled with water and plants are blooming uh, and things like that, uh, and there are actually two gods out. Uh, gods of uh, the day after summer or something. I don't know. But they're twins. They're dancing around through this area, the somber scrublands, bringing, bringing new life. Because the day, day after a storm is the only time when the peoples of the scrublands show joy uh, at the potential hope for the future, that this will provide sustenance for a few weeks so I am watching these other gods go about their work, these minor beings. I'm going uh, to put in a little detail here. Uh, we had it. I, I don't know if this is something I came up with or something that Brandon came up with because I know he did this area. Hmm. In the somber scrublands, there is an area called the Plains of Pallor uh, that take their name from the stark white fungal outgrowths that carpet the rolling expanse like grass. So there's like fungal grass sporing everywhere. Yes, there's bright neon rainbow spores floating through the air. Um, As these gods caper about. Yeah. They're probably hallucinogenic, and there's probably, like, a bunch of... The somber people are just there, breathing deep the mushrooms. Tripping. Yeah. And I'm just all right, watching so, it all go down. Uh, you hear you hear the call of an eagle overhead, I guess. Yeah. I look to Kindunos as he circles above. Okay. And, and he can... sees a a a veteran mother, someone that has had a few children, uh, watching people play and enjoy the uh, surrounds in, in the, as the water seeps through the ground and the storm clouds move on towards the dunes. And there's just this pregnant mother 
reclining uh, against a log of a downed eucalyptus. Mm. So uh, Junos flies down and in his eagle form looks to Zunkrib Slay and says, God, trying out a new form, I see, after the... I just look at you quizzically. Oh, no, I, so, what's the name of the god that I... Uh, she was Temulin. Uh, ah, that's what the highlighted red parts mean. God's names you've already those are, used. Those are names we've already used. Okay. There we go. Uh, I, Temulin and I... Uh, conceived a child, I say, as I place my hands on my belly. Another child? Mm. How did this one I, come about? In the more traditional human fashion. Hmm. I decided that we needed to close the loop, so to speak, uh, and ease her embarrassment uh, after we fought in the street. People were mocking her and deserting her faith, which is undesirable. Yes, well, part of that, yes, I guess I'm partly to blame for that. I also purified the waters, uh, although I believe they, the, the watering hole that we tainted now has an aphrodisiac quality to it. Mm. So I'm, you know, watching the people run around in the wet season, and you know, I just very casually ask him the uh, the the people of the river has. Would you happen to know if anything strange has gone on with them recently? Well, not the people of the river, but there has been a new group that has moved to the river. Hmm. They've started yep. calling themselves stone burners. And at the same time, I, and I, I kind of mouth along stone burners. And I say that's interesting because a bunch of new recruits at the outpost, very, they're a lot different than the heroes that usually make it to the top. They favor themselves over them others. They, they're, they're cunning. They, they're not the same. And I... I'm not quite sure how to deal with that. I mean, Tamerlane's having trouble getting them to participate in drills, so... I mean, is... You need to find motivation for them. Mm. If they're independent and self-interested, you need to try and appeal to that. Perhaps you should teach them that... Uh, you that often in order to serve yourself you have to serve others hmm. they won't advance in your army if they don't cooperate or if they're self-interested if they're you could perhaps make assassins yes that's quite a of course that could then that could then lead to ambitious, self-interested assassins. 
Yes, and in an outpost, that is supposed to be a line of defense against the decadent ones, should they ever resurface, then that would be very bad. And yes, and they are part of what they call themselves the stone burners. Are they... Are they charismatic? Not... Not particularly. I was going to well, say, if they were self... Well, I was going to say, self, yeah, they're self-interested. I'm just trying to think, you know, like, I'm trying to think charismatic. Like, they're working in the room, they're saying, Hey, what's up, man? It's not... It's not that they're trying to influence others. It seems that they're all just looking out for number one. Uh, um, from from what you've seen, uh, Kendunos, yeah. some of them some of them are using, I guess, social engineering for lack of a better term. Right, they're you know, shoving to, in front of the others. Yeah. Yeah, to to deflect attention away from themselves, or you know, to be in the right place at the right time, to maneuver that sort of thing. You could potentially use them to, as recruiters, you could drum up support. You could, by, you train them in your ways best you can, and then you send them out to the far corners of the world to bring you back more recruits. Hmm. Put hmm. any social skills they have to work. Right. So I, I will. I will think about that. Thank you very much. My mother's wisdom, I say, as mm. I tap my belly. Yeah. So speaking of which, any idea on when it's due? Not a clue. Mm. You haven't felt it yet, but yeah. Right. I mean, you're showing. It has been, for the most part, quite tranquil. Yes. Have you checked in on Un recently? She saw came to see me recently and we had a heart to heart. She had some concern about the way the stone burners were acting and I gave her some options. Mm. It could be trouble, but I have to I have to trust that she will make the right decision. At some point we have to let her make her own decisions for better or worse. I mean, have we been rubbing off on her at all? I mean, has her outlook changed much? Or To a degree. I mean, she came to me to ask my opinion rather than just telling me what she was going to do or just acting. So mm. she clearly has some uh, interest in my opinion. No doubt she's speaking with Jatharis as well. Yes. At about this point, uh, the twin capering gods of summer um, seem to have caught sight of something uh, on the horizon, and they begin speaking to each other very excitedly, um, and they, they begin uh, heading off toward the northwest, or northeast, rather, I'm sorry, um, and they seem to be talking very animatedly amongst themselves. Hmm. I look in that direction and see if I can I, spot. I flap my wings up to get a better perspective on the situation. Okay, you guys can both make me wise. 
Alright, uh, there we go. Zero. Uh, zero plus one. Plus, plus one. one Alright, um... Uh, Raymond, Zunquibslay sees a, a group of people, uh, a hu- like a, a huge migration of people, uh, maybe like in the hundreds numbering, uh, just cresting uh, one of the hills far in the distance. Kindunos, um, mm-hmm. you get something a little bit... Um, you, you can see the details... A lot of them right. seem to be. A lot of them seem to be um, walking wounded and uh, very, very skin and bones, uh, wearing dirty, threadbare clothes. They look like they look like refugees. Give me one second. Somebody's at the door. Sure. Okay. You guys keep going. Uh, the two the two twin gods of summer uh, are you know flying off to inspect this new group of humans that seem to have uh, they they seem to be coming out of the bloody bog uh, which may be responsible for their injuries and and some of the sickly ones that you see straggling at the back of the group and they came out of the bloody bog. Out of the bloody bog. I mean, can I see, like... I how... oh, you guys continue on without me. Alright, well, how large is the blood... I mean, like, is it possible they came from somewhere else and traversed through the bog, or did they just, like, seem like they came out from it, or...? Um, you can get in a little closer. It's, it's certainly possible that they came from somewhere on the other side. Uh, either they wandered up from the desert... Uh, came in from the Hills of Serenity, or maybe even wandered in from up north. Okay. Whatever, whatever is off the northern edge of the map that we never really discussed. Yeah. Um, people, people. I mean, I'll I'll put the question to you. Do you think people live in the bloody bog? No, or- they don't. So I mean. Like I said, it's a bloody bot, so that's why I'm thinking, like, maybe this is, you know, I mean, if they're possible refugees, they're they're disheveled, they're skin and bones, they're dirty, so they probably waded through the bloody bog. And I'm just trying to see if, like, with some zombie situation, or, you know, if it's like, okay, like, something happened far away, and now we're just going to get... with with your plus one, you can see that they're all perfectly alive. Um, okay. You have you you guys have fought zombies before in this game, so you know what right. those look like. Yeah, people are, are still on their feet and and health well reasonably healthy, and uh, you know and alive. Um, the the troubling part of that is wherever they came from, something pretty terrible must have happened to drive them through the bloody bog into the somber scrubland. You know that that the they're fleeing to here through that awfulness. Yeah, the, the, the rough side of town. Um, hmm. Well, these refugees. I'm just trying to think. I just like, do I? Oh man, do I, do I try to find out where they come from, or do I, you know, get them assistant first? Or 
Um, that's that's up to you. You can. Right, that's me. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, even let on that you're a god. You can. Uh, you can pose as uh, a scrubland native and run up. You see. Uh, you see that there are people, you know, coming out to okay. assist them, bringing them, bringing them food, you know, trying to uh, find okay. out what happened. So there are people. All right, it's more populated than I thought. Okay, so I mean, I disguise myself as a normal person. I guess reusing my. Well, I mean, would a blacksmith really fit here? Does this like area have a blacksmith or? Um, I you guess, can use. Yeah, I'll just reuse that. I mean, there are, I return. There are... Welcome back. Yeah, sorry there, about that. There aren't really any huge settlements around here that you would call cities, but there are definitely, you know, tribes and villages and right. um, groups of, you know, maybe a couple hundred people gathered in one place. Okay. All right, so, I mean... You know, I just disguise myself as an ordinary, you know, farmer type, and then just go over and try to help the mortals with their, you know, with the uh, effort to help them out. And you know, one of them, when I'm helping, I lean over and ask them, "What happened? Where are you people? F where'd you come from to boil you through the bog like that?" Okay, um, I'm gonna need a name, so I'm gonna go to the list. All right. Um, you, you, um, someone, someone has started, you know, uh, passing out bowls of food to these people, um, and, and giving them drink, because obviously they, they've been through a long trek through the bloody bog, they have not known what water was safe to drink and which was, which was, uh, would be deadly, um, uh, so you uh, pass a skin of water to a little girl, um, uh, red hair, green eyes. Um, she she thanks she she doesn't even thank you. She just grabs it and and starts to drink. Um, and when she's uh, drunk her full, she she says, "Oh, thank you, sir. We uh, we've been we've been traveling for many days from the east." The east. What village? Oh, um, the the trading city, um, in the in the north, um, the 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 seven hills, um, they they call it Firefly. Okay. Dig my lint. Okay. All right. Well, what happened? Why are there so many of you? The, the northerners laid siege to the city for many weeks. They hmm. eventually they eventually broke through the walls. Some of us fled. Broke through the walls, eh? Hmm. And weeks, weeks, you said. Yeah. It was okay. it was long and difficult. The uh, the soldiers streamed in. There was there was tell that they <clears throat> desecrated the temple of fortitude. 
Right, the Temple of Fortitude. Um, is it possible I can make like a knowledge check, see what I know, any if I know anything about that, or? Uh, yeah, clever. Like, if, okay, yeah, there's anything anybody would want. Um, roll, roll them bones. Plus one, plus one, uh, plus two overall. Plus two overall. Um, right. yeah, you're you're familiar with uh, a city called Firefly. Um, okay. It's known as such because of the the many many lights that burn in its windows at night. Um, mm. It looks like a um, a field of of twinkling glow bugs uh, from a distance. Um, the uh, the city is located uh, in the hills of Serenity, and I'm really sorry about that. Um, but um, oh my, that's just that's very on the nose. Uh, it was like I was like right, and I was like, okay, yeah, he'll just start. oh, I just got that. Okay, proceed. Um. <laughs> so take my land, take my. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. She the um. You you have you have heard of the city. It is it is a uh, a trading city. Um, worship of Zunquib Slay is real big there because they use the river a lot. Um, okay. Uh, there's a, a burgeoning marketplace there. Uh, farmers and and uh, tanners and and herders come to sell their sell their their crops and stock and and wares. Um, and as far as the Temple of Fortitude would go, would be uh, that would be you guys. So this girl is telling you that um, invaders from the north uh, sacked the city where she's from and desecrated your temple. Hmm. How dare they? Yeah, I know. So so, I mean, I go over to Zoom Code Slayer, I call him over as, well, we make it look like we're helping out people. And it's like, really, it's like, yes, all these refugees came from the city of Firefly. Do you know anything about that? Um, I know that it is a shining jewel uh, in, the, in, in nearby lands. Hmm. I just made it up, so if yeah. you guys want to, if you guys want to, feel free to invent things about it, and well, they'll just be true because. Okay. Firefly in the hills of serenity. Okay. Um, as uh, as we're talking, uh, I sort of move my hand uh, in a direction and shout, just. Just beyond uh, the next rise, there is uh, there is fresh uh, fresh water spring, and as I say that, a spring forms. Um, I just have that. I have a stunt for it. Oh, okay, you're gonna you're gonna get water cycle because yeah. I am connected to all the world's water. I can manifest uh, it at will. Uh, for a minor environmental aspect. All right. 
so just over the next rise, the aspect uh, Freshwater Spring comes into being. Uh, the the people all begin to rush forward on uh, mass over the over the ridge uh, and down to the water to drink. Yeah. The spring of hope. For it gave these desperate, wandering people hope and the will to continue on. Right. Um, so I think I'm going to pop over to Firefly real quick. Sounds and, like a plan. Yes, and see the see the state of the siege. I head with him. All right, so um, you guys are approaching from the uh, from the south west. southwest south southwest ish. Yeah. Uh, picture it if you're if you're looking at the map, it's in the uh, hills of Serenity region. Uh, maybe maybe like much much to the north uh, near the northern edge of the map. Mm. Uh, I I didn't get a chance to put it in yet. Um, yeah, that's fine. I don't have the map anyway, so. You guys, uh, you guys see that um, some several of the uh, it's it is a walled city. Um, goes around several of the larger hills. Um, you can see that the there is it is mostly. Um, uh, brick construction um, and some of the uh, some of the walls uh, seem to have been seem to have been broken down um, and have been patched temporarily with wood uh, the the brickwork rather um, getting in closer uh, you can see that uh, it's We'll call it. We'll call it just around sunset. Uh, you can you can see that the the streets are uh, clear of people, and there are what appear to be soldiers uh, wearing uh, worked metal armor and carrying uh, metal swords, uh, walking, patrolling. Um, you see someone uh, who is you know darting from street to street. Gets caught and arrested and dragged off. Um, and there are uh, fires burning in the uh, palace where the um, former regent of Firefly used to live. Not the ambassador of Firefly? No. Mm. The captain. <laughs> um. So. Um. Might I suggest a strategy? I'm listening. First, we find out why they attack this place, and then, if we don't agree, a horrible storm of. Terrible monsters will fall upon this place and wipe out this army. Dreadful giant eagles 
and horrifying, magnificent turtles. I'm listening. That, that's I'm it. Listening. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's the plan. What? All right, then. That's a very good plan. Um, so uh, Richard's like you here. Put a lot of moving We're going to sneak in and find out what's going on. Uh, yes. You're disguising yourselves as mortals, then? Or are yes. you going in as animals? Or uh, how, how are you, how are you in, infiltrating? Do we own, we only see soldiers on the street, don't we? Um, you see, uh, there there was what appeared to be an average citizen who, you know, was dragged off uh, toward the part of the palace that is not burning. Um, Do they have any tents set up? Like a camp, or are they all just using the buildings? These soldiers. Uh, make me a wise check to fucking see. wise check. It's fine. I'm just saying. You can Clever, you man. can always you can always pay those fake points and invoke your aspects and and drive up your power level. Yeah, nah, I'm good. Woo, negative three. Um, well, you don't you don't see any tents uh, around the around the city. Um, you're not sure where where the soldiers are billeted. Mm. Okay. So, uh, Kindunos, right. if you want to make that same check, maybe with your, you know, your your warrior's eyes, you can you can spot where an army might quarter right. itself. Or... Okay. Um, I got plus two. Plus two. Yeah. Um, you you immediately look for um. You, you get the sense that if this is an invading army, they'd be used to sleeping in tents, um, but it's not ideal. Uh, maybe they want to uh, billet themselves in um, actual structures that are still right. standing. The Temple of Fortitude. I mean, like, the Temple of Fortitude seemed to be the thing that stuck out to me. So... Uh, they they could be there. Um, right. They, they could be in the part of the palace that is not currently on fire. Uh, yeah, that'd they, probably be more likely. You know, you you saw you saw in the somber scrubland there were uh, size there was a sizable group of refugees. So there's got to be empty buildings around. Hmm. Okay. All right. So. Uh... Let's say we try to sneak our way over to uh, the part of the palace that's not on fire and then just knock them out. And if, you know, like punching our way out doesn't work, then we'll just send the eagles and the turtles to clean everything up. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, so you guys are just manifesting in the streets or on the... On the stairs up to the palace, um, you could also check out the temple uh, if you if you so desire. Um, uh, I am going to appear as a seagull. And how about you, Eric? What are you? Uh, and you're going with your e uh, eagle form. Eagle. Yeah, seagull. A sea and eagle. Eagle. Yeah, I a sea, sea eagle. 
Do they have sea eagles in America? We have them here. Um, I no, I don't. I don't think so. Well, there you go. Australia, uh, chances are it's scary and horrifying. Um, yeah. yeah, sea eagles. I'm looking on Wikipedia now, but yeah, that, that's completely irrelevant to the planet hand. Um, why don't you, you guys go ahead and both, uh, I would call it uh, either subtle or clever to disguise yourselves as animals. Okay. I mean, I can probably do either, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, go with clever. With clever. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go with clever two plus one. Right, so Fuck you, dice roller. I also get plus one because I got two negatives. Oof. Um, and you, uh, you will. I, I, I will remind you guys that you can spend fate points to either re-roll or to give yourselves plus two by invoking your aspects. Yeah, indeed. All right. I guess, yeah, I'm going to add spend a fade point. Two, uh, and then invoke Wings of War, which means I'm a subtle eagle. Yeah, you're a bird. Yeah, I'm a bird. Caw, mofos. Um, so so what, is it, what does that give you um, total? Uh, plus three. Plus three. All right. Um, your illusion is more convincing than uh, Zunquib slays, mm -hmm. uh, mostly because there's not much reason for uh, a gull to be this far inland, up the river. Right. Yeah. Um, so if anyone reads too deeply into that, they might, you know, realize that there's something up with him. I mean, um, yeah, I picked a sea, uh, sea uh, eagle. Uh, so, just by the way, apparently a bald eagle is a type of sea eagle. Oh. Hmm. All right, then. So there you go. All right, so you, you switched to... I'm sorry, I, I thought you still went with a, with a, a seagull. No, I'll, I'll still go with Seagull. I'm just, yeah, I was just um, mentioning that okay. you do have them in America. Sorry. Okay. Good, good to know. Yeah. yeah. I, I did not know the, the nomenclature there. It was not, uh, I didn't realize that it was a, a subcategory. Anyway. Yeah, um, anyway. So the two of you, um, the two of you soar over the city streets in your in your bird forms. Um, I will. I'm gonna make uh, uh, an ingenuity check with these these guards to see if they the the occupying soldiers to see if they notice you. So if you guys want to oppose, you can with whatever you. Oh well, don't even bother. You didn't do too well. I I just rolled blank minus minus minus. Nice. Um, so yeah, the the soldiers all seem to be uh, drunk with victory and probably literally drunk. Um, right. No, victory is a brand of beer. Uh. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
they are uh, the the ones that are patrolling the streets are are only you know harassing the cowed civilian population that you know anyone who dares to show their face out of doors uh, you know they're not paying attention to the birds soaring overhead so you guys can fly anywhere you like pretty much with uh, impunity. Brilliant. Um, so I'm I'm just trying to scope out what's going on. Like, let's maybe we should try and find where their commander is sleeping. Or, or right. Well, I mean, it'd be the part. Of, so, like, we're we're going to be heading to the part of the palace that isn't on fire. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try and look for a commander or something and see like are they like and and look at the celebrations and like are they saying we have finally crushed the wicked infidel or like yes now our warriors will not starve like what what is the motivation yeah, what is the motivation all right um so flying up to the palace um it is a uh, it's a modest brick structure um the the part of it that isn't collapsed, um, but there there are some there is some ornament to it. It's it's uh, it's not plain by any means. Um, what you what you think would be uh, some kind of receiving hall? Uh, there are braziers lit, um, and you can hear the echoing of voices uh, as a group of men and women discuss uh, something within. Okay. Well. Um, it's not... You don't hear, like, the sounds of combat or anything. Um, the the siege of the city is obviously over. Uh, whatever, whatever authorities there were have surrendered. Um, so if you want to get closer, you'll need to make me subtle checks to infiltrate. Can I please make a clever check to see, are they settling in here for the long haul? Do they look like they're going to, when they stop partying, they're going to, like, occupy this place? Uh, yeah, you can, you can surely do that. Uh, roll, tell me what you get. Uh, target number of plus two. All right, well, I got plus two, actually. So okay. there you go. Um, I'm a negative one, and my clever is three. Uh, you you see um, someone walk into the into the hall uh, with uh, what what appear to be um, stone or or clay clay tablets. Um, the the uh, guard at the at the door or the the archway leading into the space uh, stops the persons you know what what do you have there uh, the person says uh, the city's financial records for the uh, regional governor and the guard lets them pass yeah they're settling in here so yeah, right, you well, get the, when you we get leave I'm gonna poison their water supply okay anyway uh, subtle to infiltrate this conversation, right? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Both of I'm you going... want, or... Yeah, All right. Uh... Or, Kendunos, do you want to go check out the temple while... Uh, yeah, I'll check out the place? temple in the meantime. 
Okay. All right. So, so uh, I'm going to try and appear as a. Uh, do I know how long they've been occupying this place? Like it's got to have been like more than a few days, clearly. Yeah. Um, the the refugees. It, it, took them a few weeks to get across the bloody bog, so you would guess the siege end ended um, maybe in the neighborhood of a month, a month and a half ago. Mm. All right, cool. So I am going to make myself uh, look young and beautiful, uh, but downtrodden and disheveled, uh, and I get a plus two on my... Subtle, and then I'm going to use my silver-tongued dream aspect uh, to give myself a plus two, uh, and I'm going to try and appear as uh, a, uh, a pregnant woman who has lost her husband during the siege uh, and is now, like, a slave to these people, and I'm, like, going to walk in... Uh, to this room. Um, so, uh, roll, tell me how you do. I got plus four in total. Okay. Plus two to up my aspect. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, so you think it might be a good idea to manifest some, some food or wine or something to bring into them might help with the, you know, illusion with, that you're a slave. Yeah, I mean, um, I was going to go in and, like, take away... Oh, like okay. Stuff like look like I'm there to collect waste or whatever. Right. Somebody is okay. working in the kitchen. Um, so the the guard uh, doesn't even give you a, a second look. Uh, just let you let you pass because you know you're you're obviously just a civilian and and pregnant and not going to start any trouble. Um, you have maybe like an empty tray or basket or something for the for the dishes, the the whatever whatever um, dirty dishes they have from from the yeah yeah. Uh, so as you as you approach, they they seem to be um, they seem to be discussing the logistics of opening the market again. Um, the regional governor is uh, asking uh, a group of very nervous-looking uh, merchants uh, how fast they think they can, you know, uh, get people back into the city center and trading. Um, you know, what kind of what kind of effect this is going to have uh, on the. Um, the local merchants' willingness to, you know, come here to do business. Uh, they seem to want to get things back to normal as quickly as possible. In in that regard, uh, and that's basically the the thread of the conversation. Did I drop you guys or? No, I'm. I'm. No, I'm here. Sorry, my mic. Sorry, my mic muted. I forgot. I muted it because there was some noise in the background at my place. That's um, okay. It was just, there was just like a long silence, and I'm like, I'm yeah, like is he sorry. When I hit the mute button on my bloody headphones, I always forget to turn it off. Um, 
so I am going to tidy up around them uh, and try to stay out of their way. I'm going to tell you, Ryan, what I'm going to do, uh, but I'm not going to like make any motions towards this yet. But what I'm going to do is we're going to listen to their conversation because this is the regional regent. This is the person in charge. I want to give um, Eric some time to do stuff over at the temple, but then yeah. I'm going to start singing a song for them that, uh, I mean, I'll describe the song when need be, but I'm going to use my tearful songs of sorrow aspect to sing signal to Eric, Eric's character, um, Quindunos, to come over here and partake in an assassination. Um, but I'm going to give him time to do stuff over at the temple. So that's what that's my thread. So when you think that it would be a good time for that to begin, you just tell me. All right. Um, and I, I neglected something uh, because mm -hmm. I um, I really should have... I mean, I assume there's going to be a bunch of guards there as well, but I'm a guard, yeah. so I'm not really afraid. That's, uh, that's not really a problem for you. The... the um, most noticeable aspect of the room uh, is that many of the support pillars uh, holding up the holding up the roof have been uh, lined with wooden pikes upon which several heads have been skewered. Um, you get the sense that this these were either the rulers of Firefly um, who were you know put to the sword even after they surrendered or the the ruling class who wouldn't cooperate. Uh, anyone who comes in here has to walk past. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. That'll be useful when I begin singing. Um, and I, I forgot that was in this area or I would have mentioned it earlier. Um, mm -hmm. Alright, so we'll cut over to Eric. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll ask the both of you, since you are uh, the gods of, of fortitude, uh, what do temples to your pantheon look like? They've always got to be made of sturdy material. Right. And, they, and, and, and they, should, they should... I feel like they should have dual purpose. Like, they're not just places of worship. They also do something else. So, like, if right, it, so right. for instance, the, a, a temple to the god of... Um, a temple to me, for example, would also serve as a place to collect water. Uh, an aqueduct. Water. Or like, yeah, pass through there. Or maybe it's like, the, the just for some reason I just thought of like the entry part to like a log plume ride in an amusement park. Anyway. Yeah, because um, that's what I'm like. <laughs> Right, and I guess a temple to me would kind of be, you know, some kind of, eight, you know, uh, like aviary where, or... Um, a coop or like even, you know, like a training center or something like that. It, it could be like the town militia's armory, so there's like ranks right. of spears and helmets. Yeah. So, so like the town is attacked, out. everyone rushes right. there. Yes. All right. So so uh because because of uh Kindunos's uh, position is the war god, any temple to your pantheon serves sort of like an inner keep. Yes. All right. Um, in in that case, the uh, the scene that you come upon, Kindunos, is much more devastating because it's pretty much where uh, the defenders of the city made their last stand. Um, 
So you can tell that there are um, there there hasn't really there hasn't really been much of an effort to to clean up, uh, mostly because the conquerors have have left the scene of the carnage there, just sort of open to everybody um, as an example of what happens if you you know try to cross their rule. Um, but they 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 have cleaned a, a bit of it up, um, and you see uh, you see a high priest of the aura, which is Jatharis's uh, cult. Uh, he seems to be um, he seems to be tending to some some sickened and, and starving people because remember there was a long siege right um, you also notice that uh, in in each of each of your altars uh, usually they keep effigies to you you know mm. idols uh, the idols have been stolen mm, need some low deck on that stolen not smashed. Not smashed, stolen. They're just gone. Maybe our followers tried to um, keep yeah, the like... idols safe by ah. secreting them away. Okay. Because if I was if I was a conqueror and I didn't like the religion, I'm not going to like take the statues. I'm going to destroy them because I want their religion to be destroyed. I don't want to preserve their history. That um, gives them that... something to rally behind. That that actually came from um, a podcast that I listened to fairly recently about Mesopotamian, like ancient Mesopotamian history. Uh, apparently, in the Neo-Assyrian Empire, when they would conquer people, they would go into their temples and steal their idols and take them back to um, Nineveh or whatever their seat of government was as a way of like ensuring the citizens' loyalties. Like, we're holding your gods hostage. Oh, I guess that's okay. a, th a thought that I hadn't considered. Right. This will be even better then when we destroy them. Yeah, we're I was like, gonna oh, say, well, you shouldn't like, have kidnapped us. And we're not the decadent ones, so it's not like they'd be like super fancy or anything. They're just like, yeah, that's you know, this is inclusive. This is Taurus. Yay. Your mortal power cannot contain us. Which sounds like a Muse song. Yeah. Um, so that's okay. that's pretty much the scene that you that you see. You can you know maybe go talk to the priest or. Yeah. So I mean I'm I mean really I'm looking around, and I'm just devastated that I mean this is uh, it, it is a temple to, to uh, Kindunos, correct? Or um, I don't know. It's like where they made their last stand. So it uh, it's or it's not necessarily mine. So, as as I said, it it favors Zunquib Slay because they okay. are right they, Firefly. Okay, they they so, are um, a trading city that uses the river quite a bit, uh, so the water is very important to them. Uh, but it is okay, pretty so much uh, there. There are altars to each of you, and because you, you know because of your involvement in the pantheon, it is it serves as like a fortress, an inner sanctum, right? Uh, somewhere okay. where the the citizens knew to go um, in times of crisis in times of crisis um, 
and you you know you can still it it's it's getting on on weeks now that that you know the 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 corpses have been hauled away but there's still you know blood everywhere and it it stinks and there are flies uh, they they want to make this an example okay all right then um, I am going to appear before the priest as a uh, peasant or just as someone who you know is one of the survivors I'm disheveled and probably limping a little bit and yes and I, I walk over to the priest and I say excuse me sir can you help me it, it's it's been a while. Are you, are you injured? Uh, I mean, I'm you know, I'm, I'm limping a bit. I gesture to my foot, and it's like I th I think I might have twisted my ankle running away from the guards. Oh well, you can. He he looks around um, and says, uh, "If you if you um, take a seat at the end, I'll I'll be over in a moment to look at your ankle." He's he's feeding someone soup. Okay, sure. So I limp over, you know, keep looking around, seeing if there's anything, you know, trying there, to. There, there aren't really beds. There aren't really beds per se. Um, it's it's more you know people uh, huddled in piles of rags or, uh, you know, just with uh, bare blankets on the on the stone floor for, uh, for cover. Um, but there is an empty spot at the end of the row that you sit. He um, he finishes feeding the uh, starving person, and then comes up to you and and says, no, what, "What seems to be the trouble?" No, uh, my uh, my ankle. I'm not sure how it is. I'm just surprised the guards haven't come in here after me. He he looks around, like you know, like over his shoulder. Uh, there's there's one somewhere around here, so I would keep your voice down. Okay. Right. Oh, how long has the siege been now? <sighs> Three weeks before it finally broke, before they mm. broke through the, the eastern wall. I mean, how have you managed to stay hidden for so long and not captured or anything? They consider me harmless. I've mm. done nothing but give aid to starving people. I am a healer. Let me let me take a look at your ankle. Okay. Um, I present my ankle to him and maybe like... Well, you can't tell if it's angle sprain. I can just straight up lie to him. So I present to him my ankle. Yeah, he, uh, he, you know, moves it in, you know, moves your foot up, down, and, and checks the range of motion. Uh, you know, you feel free to wince in pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I wince in pain th the appropriate moments. Yeah. He says, I, I don't see any, I don't see any swelling or bruising, and, and nothing feels broken, so... Uh, you probably just have a bad sprain there. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Father. I'm assuming Father. He's Father now. <laughs> sure. Um. Right. So he's okay. All right. I mean, have any of you tried to make an? I mean, have, why haven't you tried to make an escape? They, they butchered 
butchered the king. Mm. No, I'm not going to make him King Mal. Yeah, I was going to say, nah, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Reynolds uh, the king. They, they butchered King Tile. And Queen Jane. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled the same. Right. Yes. Um, I mean, it, it, do you think your city, I mean, if, you know, if these men would ever leave, uh, do you think you, your city can ever rebuild? I mean, do you think we can ever rebuild? Even, even if they did, even if every, every one of the soldiers up and left, there would be more of them. They come from the north. Hmm. I mean, what could we, fellow citizen, have that they would want? Trade routes out to the sea, for one. Hmm. Fair bit, fair bit of uh, coin flows through this place. Yes. Except the river is blocked at its mouth. Like, you can't sail through it because of the old dam that's there. Like, the water flows through, but you can't get a ship through it. You'd have to stop, get off, build new boats on the other side, then continue sailing. Is there a dam there? Did we ever establish that? It happened last run, remember? The, there was a city that uh, used to be on the mouth of the river, and there was a and they, they had primitive hydropower. Right, and and, they, and the and the dam is still there, but the city isn't. Well, it's still it's still a um, uh, what you call it? It's it's a major juncture point on the. Yeah, I mean, you can do what I said. You could you would sail have to, down you would there, have to stop, offload everything out. from the river, and and load everything up on a sea vessel on the other side. Yeah, which is probably not a bad idea because you can't use a you don't unless you're the Vikings. You don't have a vessel that can travel upriver as well as across sea. Hmm. Sorry, no, I'm just trying to think. Are you implying something else is going on here? Or like it was just okay, error. Um, that stood out. Um, you can you can make me a clever roll to see, you know. Right. I mean, you you are a military tactician, so you can you know. Yeah. Uh, see if there's anything without there. without even rolling, you can see the value of of right uh, a water based city. no, okay, yeah, I'm just trying to converse at this point. Um, <clears throat> um, the the other thing, go ahead and make me that clever roll. And okay, yeah, where'd my where'd the roller go? Okay, there we go. Rolled rolled again. So mid zero uh, plus one. Plus one. Um, it might not be a bad staging ground for a further invasion of the south. Of the south. Hmm. So they might. What would the invaders from the north want with the south? Hmm. Yes. All right. Well, maybe this might be a good time to use. Let's see. Um, the ability we just discussed before the call. I oh, could do yeah. that. Wait, what? What? Oh, sorry, I misunderstood what you're saying. Never mind. I think no, uh, Raymond. Raymond is uh, not Raymond. Eric, sorry. Yeah. Eric is um, referring to the fact that he can summon his uh, his true warrior from. 
Yeah. Yeah. That would yeah. certainly be fitting with my assassination that's about to begin. Right. I, and I'm saying yeah. we could we got some new recruits looking for something new to do. I kill their I'm, leader, you you bring in the soldiers to mop up the rest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was going to get you to kill their leader, but I've actually thought of another way to do it. Yeah, and I was going to do something stupid, like just like say, I've heard, and then just punch in. But now that I say, I say, I mean, any assistance? I mean, oh, okay, all right. Um, uh, any, uh, I was going to say, all right, all right, okay. So I asked the priest, any assistance you've received from any of your neighboring cities or villages? The uh, the the people from the surrounding areas all came in, you know, as as soon as they saw the armies marching down. Um, basically, everybody from the surrounding area came and took took shelter in the city because uh, they they didn't want to get murdered. Mm. Um, this is this is. Basically, the biggest city within, um, I would say at least a couple hundred miles. I don't know yeah, how, I was how, say a how big our miles. how big our map is, but the only right. other the only other sizable city we've discussed is now in ruins. So, mm. okay then, and uh, you know, I I I start to get. I get, and I get up, and it's that if you did have an army, actually, you know what, fuck it, I just, I just stand up on my leg, I test it out, I thank the father for his time, and it's, uh, and I, and I tell him, yes, you are a very good man, and I will do everything, and may the city have its greatest blessing, and then. And I, and I start to walk out. And I start to walk out of the temple trying to... So basically what I'm planning on doing is I'm going to get to a corner. I'm going to use my... can bring my true warriors to aid in battle. Okay. May I make an alternate suggestion? Go nuts. I think you should rally your troops on the outside uh, of the town. So you should okay. just leave... Uh, right. And then you can lead them into battle, thus reinforcing your whole lead from the front thing, rather than calling them into the right. city. Okay. Or, or if you and want. And also, to... I can fold in because I've changed what I'm going to do when it gets back to me, and it's going to involve. Uh, and it would be really cool if I can say to the regent, "Look at your doom," and point out the window, and he sees this massive army marching in. Yeah, like, it'd be cool if you, like, just started doing some freaky shit, like, you know, started slowly transforming into a turtle. Like, serve them wine and then start transforming into a turtle so they think he's tripping balls or whatever. But, yeah, okay. Um, here's, here's the counterpoint to that. If you want to embrace your new identity as, as someone who is ambitious and cunning, uh, you could very well uh, say that the uh, true warriors... Uh, snuck into town under the cover of night or whatever, and it, it would be some serious like cloak and dagger shit where they would all just like throw off their throw off their coverings and reveal that they were there the whole time. 
Um, if you march from the outside, it might lead to another siege. The walls have been broken down, but they, mm. you know, they have been patched out. So that's mm. your that's your trade out there, trade off there. You can do the, yeah, uh, you know, march. Well, like I was gonna battle. say, you know, I, I mean, because I was thinking it would be like poof, now they're there, you know, that kind of thing, because godly shit. So that's why I'm just trying to find like, is there any, you know, like alcove. That or you know like or maybe well, yeah you, I said. you can do that but like I do like Ryan's suggestion of the less mystical option that when we heard of this siege and started heading here you got your men and uh, and women your soldiers to maneuver into position and infiltrate this town as you know right and I'd give my new guys something to do yeah so yeah okay then all right I like that plan actually. So it's more like you're going to go meet them and be like, okay, the plan is on. Right. Um, so so let's let's role play this out. Where uh, where do you meet Tamerlane? Like where where did you you're you're using your um your your community stunt? Where did right. you tell Tamerlane to meet you? I told him to. Well, what? Okay, what time is it? Is it like fully night time, or is uh, it? Yeah, now it's now it's night. You can see why the city is called Firefly because uh, even even in its uh, post siege ruin, uh, there are still many many lights lit uh, in the in the high windows. Um, okay, so I tell I tell Tam I told Tamerlane earlier in the scene. It's went off camera rather. Come by the temple when the fireflies come out. Okay. okay. Uh, so as you as you leave the temple, uh, there is a there is a uh, uh, a very hirsute man because if I recall correctly, Tamerlane is a werewolf. Yes. Uh, wearing a a dark cloak uh, with the symbol of an eagle. Uh, on the on the clasp, um, and you can see that he is uh, he has the the bulge of a sword hilt uh, underneath, um, and he is he is waiting under a lantern. Um, he he approaches you and and says, "The the men are in place, Lord Kindunos." Zun I have heard Zunkribsle song. He says that the the regent is in the palace. Okay. <laughs> well, are are you waiting for Zunkribsle's song? I thought that was the signal. Wait, wait, oh wait, wait, is that the signal or is he relaying information? I forgot what the song was supposed to be. The song is the song will be the signal to attack because I didn't we didn't know at the time when okay. I started. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've been I've been uh, letting you guys get away with a lot of metagaming here, but uh, Zunquib Slay can whisper to the winds, so I kind of figured that would be the explanation for that. Right? Well, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, indeed. I'm sorry, we've metagaming so much. No, 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 that's okay. Okay, so yes, when you but hear you, I mean, Slay, we we knew that. So within the because of your uh, stunt for. Or is it a boon? I can't remember. I think it's a boon. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's a thing. It's, it's a, a thing a, for the community. Um, yeah, community a stunt, stunt for the community. Yeah, so because of the stunt for the community, it's like we had planned this secretive assault, but we hadn't. We didn't know where we were going to be attacking or 
or how or whom. So, like, you're waiting for the information from me to tell you that, okay. which, you, which we can do now. Right. So, so I tell Tamerlane, so Zun Kupse will whisper to the winds, and when you hear his song, that will be the time to strike. All right, and with that, we'll cut back to Zunquib Slay. Um, you you have cleared away the uh, the you've gathered all of the uh, leftovers and and the dishes from the feast that these people have had uh, in the in the ruins of the palace um, and the um, the. One of the one of the uh, commanding officers um, of the of the northern army who is present says, "Girl, bring us more wine." I I pull my hood down and, and nod yes, and I I take the uh, I head to the kitchen, which shouldn't be that hard to find. I drop off the waste and I bring back wine. Uh, when I come back in, I do not serve the co the commander. I go straight to the regent. Okay. Uh, and uh, he he is pretty much just ignoring you. He's involved in deep discussions about um, the basically how much profit can we wring out of this? Um, when can we when can we expect to start um, shipping goods and maybe even slaves back up north? I lean in close to him as I'm pouring uh, wine, and I whisper in his ear, wouldn't you like to be alone with me? And I'm going to make a roll uh, with my uh, subtle to make him seem like that was his own idea, because I'm probably going to invoke an aspect as well. All right. Um, but All let's right. see how I go on my roll. I'm going to use the uh, the group's integrity as mm -hmm. a counter to that, so that's going to be opposed. Well, I am at plus four, and I'm going to invoke my aspect silver-tongued dream to make him think that that was his own idea. All right, um, that gives him that that gives you a, uh, a one shift on him. Um, Brilliant. So he he looks over to you um, and sees my beauty because I did describe myself as quite beautiful before. Yes, um, you're you're showing off some skin, um, and and he he waves his hand and he says, uh, "Enough of this talk for tonight. Um, I I grow weary of uh, discussing the logistics. I uh, prefer to enjoy the spoils of war." And he gives the commanding officer a disgusting smile. Um, you don't have to feel bad about killing this guy. No, nope, uh, I wasn't gonna, but now I feel even less bad about killing this guy. Uh, and the um, the guards, he, he says, you know, leave me. And the guards issue, you know, like uh, usher all of the civilians out. Um, you are alone in the in the uh, receiving hall with the uh, heads on pikes and the regent. Who's so I'm gonna kick off this uh, scene here by I um I lead him towards uh, wherever his sleeping uh, chambers are. 
and all the time I'm singing a song of about uh, powerful uh, warriors uh, conquering savage lands, purging them of their weak people, uh, breaking them and bending them to their will. Uh, uh, and talk about uh, and and include and sing a uh, uh, one particularly pertinent line about driving out weakness, which is the signal to uh, driving out weakness from the palace. Which is he's like, yeah, I totally did that. Drove out all the weakness, but that's the signal to Kunjunos begin the no, attack on the palace. <laughs> uh, but I'm I want to so. It might work with the scene to be switching between me describing things, me describing what I'm doing in the bedroom. Right. This, I have more that I want to do with it, and then okay. switching oh, back yeah, and no, forth that's a, between that's the fights. That's a great little montage. Uh, yeah. All right, so. Um, do you want me to roll my subtle? Uh, yeah, why not? To see if you tip him off. Um, he is. He, you gotta. You gotta shift on him before. Uh, so he has been lulled by your beauty and and your song. Um, so I'm just gonna give you a static target number of two. Well, I got plus three, so. Yeah, he's. I, yeah. He's in to have a fun time. So. Yeah. He, he's not looking. To he doesn't care anything. that I'm pregnant. He just cares that I'm beautiful. Right. It's like you're pregnant and there's like the decapitated heads everywhere. Yeah, it's a weird scene, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, but hey, if that's what he's into. Alright, and um, so, so we cut back to the streets. Um Kindunos and Tamerlane listen. Um, there are, I, I guess, I'm just picturing this as a bunch of, a bunch of people, um, you know, walking around, like, in, in penitent prayer, like, a Assassin's Creed style, oh, yeah. with big, with big cloaks covering themselves, um, and you can hear, uh, this beautiful song, uh, coming from the palace on the winds, um, and you can see, uh, some, some people... Uh, who were cowering in their in their homes, uh, come to their windows and look out toward the palace in wonderment. Uh, some of the some of the guards, you know, like are, are scratching their heads, um, and then the 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 line comes driving weakness out of the palace, and you know you're on. All right, so. Uh, all right, so yeah, close to the All right, so um, so I am in my eagle form at this point, and I'm just kind of like, and so I'm going to caw to help like punctuate, like okay, now we move here. This is the best place to move. So all my right. soldiers are slowly making their way toward the um the palace. And thankfully, they have those daggers that were quoted with that um, wicked willow poison. Gunk. Yes, that yeah. wicked willow poison. And they, of course, received the order that if any guard gives you shit, just one little slit. Yeah, get any shit, one little slit. That's how it works. Um, and they start, in roundabout patterns, making their way to the palace. All right, uh, so this is this is how I'm picturing that going down. Like this is 
there's there's the the very you know calming um, sound of of Zunquib Slay singing, and then you know in the middle of this very you know relaxing silent maybe she's singing softly. Yeah. See, you just shift into eagle form and flap up into the air and and give out a caw, and then everybody throws off their cloaks, takes out their knives, and it's on. Unless you no, want. No. To no, you see, I'm just no, not like that. I'm it thinking was like to be sneaking around, this yeah. slowly picking so up kind of, rods as they like, weave just towards the cloaks off, right? Okay. Just be like, so hey. in, in that case, in that case, maybe best not to turn into the bird in the middle right. of the street. Well, not in the middle of the street. I mean, like you know, like I okay, kind of so hide you, somewhere. You for shift. A, you yeah. shift where they can't see you. Right, and oh, then I kind so of flap I, up and like as kind of a beacon. That's all right. We'll we'll revise my idea of the scene. So uh, um, as the as the sound of Zinkrib Slay's voice comes down to the people on the wind, uh, you shift into you eagle form uh, and flap out into the uh, open courtyard and and let out a caw. And all of the people who were you know just sort of mulling about begin to sneak purposefully, you know, with their daggers drawn toward the palace. Right. Um, so, I will let you, I will let you roll for your, um, for your community, your true warriors. Uh, okay. Go ahead and roll, roll with their subtlety, and I'm going to roll with the guards. They don't uh, have any subtlety, if I remember. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at that now, and it is zero subtlety. So, let's hope the fudge dice roller doesn't screw me over, and it did with a negative one. All right, I'm going to roll with their, I guess, integrity? I don't know what would... Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna make it. I'm just gonna make the roll at mediocre because uh, there's not really a community stat for noticing shit. Mm. Uh, oh well, um, they rolled blank minus 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 again. So, oh yeah. So you still beat them. You still got a two shift hit even with a negative one. The most of the most of the guards, as I said before, are wandering the streets drunk or partying because this you know this is conquest. They're enjoying the uh, the spoils of their conquest uh, and also getting their throats cut in an, in alarming numbers by uh, ladies and gentlemen in yeah uh, okay so, dark so I think once you once you actually get to the palace, you need to shift from subtlety so you can use your plus three warfare roll. Oh no no no! So here's what I'm. So here's what I was imagining as you know, like the, the true warriors are converging Assassin's Creed style onto the palace. You know, like a couple guards are offering their assistance, and like any time one of them is about to shout in pain, I'm just imagining like I call aloud. So it's like, oh, it's just some bird not shutting the fuck up. You know, right? Ah, yes, it's the screaming pain eagle. Yeah, so so it's like you know that scene in Twilight where they play baseball and they time it with like the lightning cracks. Oh, that's what so I'm imagining. Stupid. Yeah. So, so, so every every time that one of the guards would call out for help, yeah, there's just an eagle call. Yeah. That the other guard who could have come to their aid. 
Yeah, because clearly this guy will like go. Because clearly this guy can get it up amongst the capitated heads and for a pregnant woman. So I mean, like he can deal with the fucking some fucking noise. Yeah, he's he's much too concerned with the immediate goings on to be worrying about you know the eagle calling its head off outside. Right. Um, so yeah, your uh, your soldiers, your your uh, true soldiers, uh, skulk stealthily toward the palace, uh, killing any guards that you know notice them or challenge their passage, um, and and we'll say that uh, you fly overhead, uh, watching their progress, and they get to. They they get to the um, outer perimeter of the co- of the of the palace, the part of it that's not um, burning and collapsed. Um, when we'll cut back to Zunquib Slay in the bedchambers of the Regent. So I continue. Uh pleasuring the regent uh, as I sing, and my song is now following uh, a a slightly different uh, tract, that of uh, the brave conquerors uh, purifying the people um, of this new land by dominating their bodies and their souls. And he's like, yeah, that's great. When like clearly the tune of the song is that's disgusting and horrible, but this guy doesn't care. He thinks it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then I mention the weeping of the matron of Firefly, uh, calling to the gods of Fortitude for some kind of justice to be brought against conquerors. Obviously, I don't use Firefly and. What not? I use some other thing. It's but, all yeah. it's all couched in metaphor. Right. Yeah. Uh, and as that's going, I lean in and start kissing him and kiss down his neck, and then I tear out his jugular with my teeth. All right. Um, I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Uh, he 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 pushes you away, and his his hands go up to his to his throat, and he's you know just bleeding. Bleeding to death. Um, uh, and as he's bleeding to death, the song changes, and it says, uh, "But the uh, to a, a different tale, but the same song." This is the third act of the song. Uh, that all conquerors are eventually fall to those they conquer, uh, and that through their domination they created the army that would destroy them. Referring to all of the bastard children they have sired that are going to grow up and destroy their kingdom led by the unborn uh, messiah-like figure that is the child, the virgin child of the matron of Firefly. Uh, And as I say this, I disappear but there's still a woman there. This I'm changing the history of this encounter slightly so that it wasn't me pretending to be a woman. It was me giving this woman that had been horribly treated by these conquerors the absolution that she required. And it's not, and I don't want to claim this for Wits and Quibsley, 
all of the gods uh, of the pantheon of fortitude brought her this retribution that she desire, desired. But in payment, uh, she will bring into the world our greatest child, uh, a, a demigod, like Hercules-like figure, except a child of all of the gods of fortitude. And we oh, give so you're... You're passing off your pregnant status to this mortal. No, no, no. I'll, I'll keep my pregnancy. I'm just creating another fucking child. Okay. Um, so it's the child of all of us. I like uh, it. I like it a lot. It's a child of our pantheon, and it will unite the peoples of this land in strength, which could be bad now that I've said that. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and, we'll I'm not, and I'm imagining, like, as he's running away, neck bleeding the fuck out, he, like, tries to open the door to the receiving hall, and outside, he sees a hundred All of cloaked... his men. <laughs> no, yeah. he, no, he just sees a bunch of cloaked, you know, my cloaked figures, the true warriors, with, like, me and my normal god form just standing in front of him, and then he passes out. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that scene. Uh, so he he charges out, um, you know, trying to call for help, but he can't um, because you, you, yeah, you pour his throat out with your teeth. Uh, he um, the uh, the guards don't even notice him emerge from the hall because they are too busy watching this army of cloaked figures descend upon the palace uh, and he collapses and um, there's it's obviously uh, up a up a large uh, amount of stairs uh, he collapses at the at the top of the stairs braziers burning on either side um, as just as uh, Kindunos and the true warriors arrive um, so what's your move, guys? I mean, I'm done. I think I have adequately created myth and legend. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's... I think it seems like my work would be done here, too. What's your bold? Here. My bold is plus three. I reckon what you should do is you should pretend to be... Um, I think you should also pretend to be the matron of Firefly, but like this warily, war, warrior-like aspect of her, and you should climb to the top of those stairs and shout out a call to arms through the city for the people to claim back their homeland. I like it. All right. Uh, so Zunquib Slay... Uh, from their disembodied, um, you know, nowhere and everywhere location, whispers this to you, Kindunos, on the wind. Uh, so make me a bold roll. I would say target number five, because these people have been through a lot. It's going to take a lot to convince them. Does he, get a, does he get a bonus to his roll because of the work we've done? Uh, yeah, you can get a plus two. All right, well, that's good, because technically I broke even with the roll. Bold plus three, plus two brings me to plus five. Um, and nice. if you want to, if you want to, yeah, you, you met it. If you have an aspect you can invoke, you could, like, yeah, you overkill can... it. Yeah, um, I, I guess the Wings of War would apply here as well. Well, yeah, what else definitely. do you have? Because like, it's cool, because I have the Wings of War. Um, my trouble is eager to leap to conclusions. 
my weapon is that my arms are wrapped in chains, and that's an aspect I can use in combat. And weaponsmith, like I know about weapons and things. Okay. Yeah. So I thought you sort of had another one. The, right, the more appropriate one. Yeah. Um, and and keep in mind when you invoke an aspect, if it's one of your ascendant aspects that that moves your intention track. Yeah, I forgot right. that I did that for my yeah, um, silver tongued dream, and I also used tearful songs of sorrow. So I've used silver tongue twice today. So that's um, silver tongue. What is silver tongue? Is it clever? It's clever. So one, two. I just reached two. For intention, um, nice. and I I mustn't have spent um, I mustn't have spent a fate point on um, tearful songs of sorrow because I've still got a fate point and I only had three at the beginning of the game, so I might have yeah. used it, but I mustn't have invoked it. I think I gave you one, so uh, a free invoke. I, I gave you I gave you a fate point for your yeah I, um, know, I know I've used two okay. so far today. So I mustn't have used it to empower Songs of Sorrow. I must have just used Songs of Sorrow. Okay. Uh, so Eric, how about you? Um, have have you nudged yourself up to a higher power tier? Uh, I think with this one, I just met two. Okay. So so that's good. Um, next time we can start off with you guys um, being pretty beast, and then we can. Cool. Um, right, so, so what, do you, what do you say at the top of the stairs? Give us a okay. speech. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so I. Okay. So I'm the matron of Firefly, and then. <clears throat> so then I, I reach down and I pick up the now probably pretty fucking dead uh, body of the, the the regent and uh, I'm gonna cut his head off and I say people of Firefly hold, uh, and I am certainly not stalling to look up um, uh, uh, uh I think this is going to... Oh, God. Okay, so, I mean, just to reinstate the character, I am the matri the, the warlike matron of Firefly, and I okay. am... Um, uh, well, okay. while, you're, while you're definitely not stalling, uh, right. what, does, what does the matron of Firefly look like? Because I said yeah. you guys could invent stuff about Firefly. I just made it up, you know, before the game. Uh, so... Of course, there's, they, have a, they have a warlike uh, patron. What does she look like? So the matron of Firefly is like this, will become this character of legend uh, when people look back on this day as this, this woman that was the personification of everything horrible that these people had done and she rose up to defeat them and she used all of the tools that uh, uh, a woman and, uh, and, a, and a person of this city had at her disposal. She used her... Uh, she seduced the regent and slayed him uh, while at the same time using her cunning... Uh, to move weapons around because the soldiers didn't care about, uh, didn't care, didn't care to check if a woman was plotting against them, and so that was how she was able to get these weapons to the, pe the what people remained. 
uh, and so she she uh, she's kind of looks like a combination of uh, it's like Xena meets the Virgin Mary. Okay. So. But all right, so now that I am done stalling, and I've certainly not looked anything up in that meantime, uh, right, so after I cut the regent's head off, I raise it in front of the people, and I say, they cannot take the love we have for our land. They cannot take us where we stand. Because now... When we stand, perhaps? Yes, when we stand. It doesn't matter, because we're still free. They cannot take this town from me, the patron of Firefly. Oh wow, that was that was great. <laughs> that was some I great rewording. So yeah. <laughs> what what do you mean you, rewording? You you get a fate point for that, sir. You Yay! Get a fate point for that. That's good use of internet. Yeah. <laughs> fact checking will ruin this podcast. Ugh. Um, so because it is because it is almost midnight, um, I guess I guess we will leave it there. Then uh, the the city erupts in violence as the uh, conquered take up arms to to retake their city from their conquerors. Um, the in the in the morning, a great cheer goes up as as uh, the um, the townspeople. The, the citizens of Firefly realize that they have uh, liberated themselves. Um, however, um, you guys have only... I've also created Warrior Jesus, which we'll have to you... deal with in a few game sessions time when he's born. Right. You've created Warrior Jesus, um, and you've... you've um, Put your fingers in the dike, as it were. You know, this is only the uh, symptom of a larger problem, which that which is that uh, there are uh, warlike conquerors from the north who uh, want to come down and take your stuff, and apparently also your yourselves because they they are holding your effigies hostage still. Mm, true. They're holding your idols hostage. Um, yeah, we never found them, did we? No. No, I imagine that they did the thing that um, Ryan mentioned. And they oh, right, they took them, them back. back. So it's not like they're keeping them here. As right. if they yeah. say, ha, 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 you'll never get this. It's like, yeah, no, and we if, shipped and, Yeah, and if they hid them here, then, like, in the aftermath of this battle, the people would find them. So, like, it right. would be a okay. point. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um... So in the in the next sessions we can deal with what lies off the map to the north uh, if you if you guys like or we can just wait for it to you know come down and say hello again but you guys can I think, if you, yeah I I think um, we might want to be proactive in this situation about that well yeah I was just gonna say it might be more interesting to um, if we do deal with it I think it would. It, I think we should do. Um, we should like gather information about it, so that mm. we can actually let this Jesus warrior guy deal with it. Like, because right. time is fluid to us. Yeah, um, you can, we can. We can go can learn about this thing. And... Yeah, and then if like thirty years later, when they have come, like we can do. We could. So I can see three runs. Like 
we go find out what's going on with this northern people. Next run is us uh, helping raise this new uh, demigod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then third run, uh, he, he, we helping him conquer and defeat these other... Well, not conquer, because as I said, conquerors fall to the conquered. Yeah. So helping him, helping him uh, uh, ensure the freedom of his people. I say him. It could be a woman. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, just well, we, the point. We can, uh, we can figure that out. Um and I, I will I will clue you guys into this. Uh, the thing that interested me about this was uh, pantheon battles. So the conquerors yeah. to the north do have their own gods, and you know. Yeah. So right. like the way we could help him in the or help them in the war would be we fight with the gods so that the gods aren't fucking and like improving their army. So like we even the battlefield for them. Right. Hmm. And, you know, they'll hopefully have an advantage by virtue of us being gods of fortitude. Yeah. But we'll see how we go. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a really good run, um, and I like the way that we all helped craft that story. Um, right. Yeah. Um, but I think we're done recording well, for now. Well, hold on. We have, yeah, well, we have to do the oh, last right. we, we to Yeah. How did we change the world in this scene, in this, uh, in this run? Um, I, I think mean... Fa- like, the, the origin of the... Ma- well, the matron of... Um, Firefly. Fi- yeah, the matron of Firefly would be the... Uh, Right, that's that's true. the the matron the matron of Firefly grew in legend. Yeah. Act one of that uh, story teaches, uh, you know, the proverb that I you know mentioned in the song. Um, conquerors are conquered by those they conquer. They will be destroyed uh, by uh, the people that they tried to uh, overcome because they breed uh, hatred. Uh, Against themselves, they raise uh, they raise armies against them by virtue of existing, mm. um, and that by out, an outward conquest is not a a very good means of survival uh, because uh, it brings uh, m- it brings new enemies uh, to your door. Right. I like it. Yeah. Boy, if only there was a country that could learn a lesson like that. We don't start wars; we end wars here in the uh, in the valley. Hmm. Let's let's hope that you don't become uh, you know blind but blinded by your own rhetoric in yeah. time. Well, we'll see about that. Um, yeah. So before before we sign off, uh, any other uh, questions, comments, suggestions, thoughts, criticisms? No, I thought that was really good. I like that run a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, like I'm I'm a little rusty on the whole role playing thing, but I, I I liked how we each kind of had a scene and you know converged and then split and then converged again. Yeah, I tried my best to give um, Eric suggestions without like. For, like I didn't, I didn't tell him what to say right. in his speech, no, I thought which I could have done. I, I just, right. I, I wanted, yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like say you should role play this thing exactly this way. I just wanted to, right. like, an idea would be to do this. I, yeah. uh, I thought, I thought you did a great job, Eric. Um, 
Thank you. You know, you you rolled with it really well. Um, and and if you're if you're worried about like you know, not I mean, not being able to come up with a with a good bit of dialogue off the top of your head, like just right. you know, don't just say what comes to your mind and. Okay. Just kind of talk it out, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I know you know. I mean, you know, you with Ragnarok and you Raymond with Insert Quest here. Like, I'm kind of like on the fringe, and you know, saw and Tumblr. Okay, let me get in on this. So, I mean, you know, this has been very fun so far. I mean, it also helps that I went to acting school, so like my yeah. high school was a performing arts school, so I'm gonna be. Okay. I have an I advantage in dialogue. Half of right, my writing right. degree was a drama degree because the yeah. the drama department, the theater department, hadn't yet split off from the writing department at that point. Okay, and I yeah, was so like, like, yeah, don't I'm don't straight up bad engineer, if you're so. yeah, don't feel right. bad if you're struggling yeah. with dialogue. Okay, you get better as you do it. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I figured. So, I mean, I wasn't fishing for compliments or anything. It's just that, like, yeah. okay, you know, because I I just don't want to slow you guys down. No, I thought you did great. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we yeah, should. I love listening recording. to the solo episodes. So. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's sign off. Yeah. We're gonna let we're gonna let the American players get some sleep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond.